This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za.
Those are the amazing sounds of Madlam Langeni with Ubaba uh, from the Oratorio of a Forgotten Youth from the Amandla Freedom Ensemble. What a pleasure it is to have the man in studio. No stranger to this station that is a Power 98.7. We're actually joking a short while ago to say that we must uh, give him another role. Maybe a, a, to be a producer here. You know, we, we, are, we are in need of... <laughs> <laughs> More staff. <laughs> Greatly appreciate that. <laughs> so good to have you on. Pleasure, and pleasure. M- maybe as we as we start, we are not, we are not necessarily new to you, so we don't necessarily have to go through your entire journey. So it would be more appropriate to maybe reflect on this new offering and we did listen to the sounds of uba by short while ago uh, maybe first tell us a bit about that uh, how that was conceptualized and just the, the entire offering in itself and what uh, you bringing this time around in oh, 2023 ubaba was actually composed by a colleague and a collaborator of yeah, mine by yeah. U, uh, by the name of uyone lamnana yes he's yes. actually we an had, educator we had a, here recently as yeah, well. yeah yeah very skilled uh, educator mm. scholar and pianist, band leaders, yeah, doing amazing, she's amazing. things she's amazing. Um, in 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 And he wrote the song. He actually released the song a couple of years ago mm. under under the same title track. And uh, we've been working for over maybe over fifteen years together. Mm. And um, he's been one of the best, uh, one of my collaborators. And Ubaba, I mean, I can't really speak of it, big, but he 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 actually made all mm. the arrangements, the string arrangements, and but speaks to a yearning of. Of having guidance, particularly with uh, mm. absent fathers, uh, many of us, uh, my, like myself, grew up without without a father, mm. not 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 because of his doing, but because of the circumstances surrounding surrounding his death. Um, as you, I, I don't know, you might be aware, my father was a political activist yes, and lawyer, yes, yeah. um, and was sent a booby trap bomb in mm. 1991, which was was detonated in our in in our home, and. Um, um, and that left us uh, fatherless and left us um, rudderless in many ways. So um, it's, it's many ways kind of recapturing the spirit of that mm. and, and, and trying to find a yearning of, of those father figures and mentors in our society. We'll get into uh, that more broadly in our discussion, but it's so uh, fascinating that you mentioned the name of Yonela because when we had him here, he, he spoke not just about the work that he's uh, doing in Katlehong, but also spoke about the need for mentorship, especially in our, um, call it black communities, you know, where it would seem there's this worrying trend where even with the, the students that he teaches, many come on, but kind of 
fall off uh, uh, um, as the way goes, you mm. know, uh, whether it's um, just the lack of, call it resources at times at some of our youth centers, which used to be a, a prominent feature, you know, in, in many of our townships where uh, kids generally had a place to go to. Mm. You know, one thinks about the Funda Art Center out yes. in Soweto. Any reflections on that? I've got so many. I mean, yeah. I, grew up, I grew up at a time when... Um, uh, Music was a, was very alive. Hmm. I grew up in the two thousands. Yeah. Um, well, slightly before that <laughs> as well. Yeah. And but I, I came to um, I think I was an adolescent at, at that hmm. time. Two thousand hmm. was when I was fourteen. But um, there were very many youth centers, many initiatives. Um, and I mean, since the years have passed, I mean, you find that the music has has grown, but in terms of the development of it, uh, the infrastructure, you find like many of them aren't able to cope under the current circumstances mm, of, mm. of funding and actually donors. And you find that I think maybe the youth wants quick fixes, you know, yeah, yeah. and and especially what they're exposed to uh, in media and, and what maybe the, the media actually plays and, and, and how mm, um, mm. how how our, the, the, the music that we play and perform aren't actually uh, given uh, focus primarily yeah. I mean particularly with jazz classical music mm, so, mm. so so there're not many outlets of it so they they, they don't think it, of it as a as a viable uh, source to actually um, a viable route to actually uh, um, lead to we are in discussion with Mandla Mlangeni, accomplished trumpeter, composer, and band leader as well. Now, you, you're fluent in the language of jazz with uh, B-Muse from uh, UCT. You are also very in- inquisitive, you know, but also described yes. as being very versatile, uh, a very, very versatile artist who seems comfortable playing in a wide range of styles. I mean, speak to us more about that. You seem set, set on really exploring these, um, call it new forms of musical expression i mean what do you think you gain from this uh, versatility well the the fact that i'm 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 i i can actually be proactive in my own in my in, in my own future yeah. and actually means that i can actually not wait for calls to ring and also means that i can actually seek out partnerships particularly with with many educational institutions and particularly working right now with Wits mm. uh, University and we'll be launching uh, a series of performances in the yeah. month of May in celebration yeah. of Africa Month and also means that um, I'm open I open myself to actually discovering new sounds and mm. discovering new mm. new ways of actually uh, telling my story and and not set on actually uh, typecasting myself in many mm. ways not being a cliche of, of umandla and, and and not being comfortable sure. and, and that's the one thing that I think um, many of us suffer from in that mm. once we found that path we just stick to it and 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 and, and we don't venture out too much f- uh, for fear of losing our 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 fans or our, our, our client base so I, i've been very proactive in mm. actually seeking mm. out new mm. sounds um, experimenting and also collaborating like me you grew up in soweto and you've already started alluding to this uh, in the 1990s i mean your father begim uh, and you spoke about him as well a human rights lawyer who was killed at the beginning of the decade uh, when he was investigating apartheid uh, hit squads as well. Uh, you were just a young man at the time or a young boy at the time. What led you to this uh, the stream of music? And why the trumpet? I mean, and who were you or your primary musical influences? And maybe as you get into that thought, speak more broadly about uh, the role of music in our society as well. There's so much to unpack in that question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for one, um, well, when I, I mean, just before I was born, I mean, there was a state of emergency in South Africa in 1986. Mm. My father was incarcerated, um, uh, spent some time in, pr- in prison, just just 
I mean, as I was born. Mm. Um, and he graduated in 1986 as well, around about the same time. So yeah. there was a lot happening, both good and bad, you know. Um, and there was also a promise of, 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 of a new, of a new South Africa, mm. of, a, of, a, of a new way of doing things, and also and discovering all the atrocities of 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 the apartheid regime and part of that uh, part of that growing up with a politically active parent or, or politically active household mm, is that mm. you're exposed to, to 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 the culture of 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 song of liberation song yeah. and, and and the liberation movement it becomes part of your home um and and and, and then the activists become part of your extended family mm. And also, also religiously, uh, part of the religious background that my mother was 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 a went to church quite often. We, I mean, I was singing the yeah, choir, yeah. Uh, and that informed my musical background. And also being in school and and, and having a formal music education, mm-hmm. and but that that was just the, the tip of the iceberg. It was when I actually uh, became a teenager, was exposed to to the culture of jazz music, uh, particularly the family of uh, the Rachabani's. Um, mm-hmm. Um, I, I was fortunate enough to 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 to, to spark a friendship and a relationship with uh, Oscar Rachaban, who's the grandson of the now dearly departed uh, Prabani. Yeah, and yeah, under yeah. him, that's when I, I I was exposed to 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 so many other great great jazz musicians, and also living stone throw away from Upra Upra uh, hot sticks, um, and and would actually visit him. And he I this mean, is in in Pimville, I know. in Pimville, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, you're giving it out now, so you, I'm. I'm <laughs> Pippa my files, <laughs> yeah. So I, I lived in Pimville. So so mm-hmm. so being there, and then plus there was a community center, the Pimville yeah, community yeah, center, where there was the music school, um, where I actually started playing trumpet um, at the Welcome Sorry to School of Music. So under the tut- tutelage of Ubab uh, Innocent Ngwani. So music was everywhere, um, and then through that, I also w- was able to audition to for for the National School of the Arts. Mm-hmm. So that's how serious I was. I wanted to take this. Uh, and make this a profession and it was a calling i mean um it was a vocation in many ways so i thought it best that you know i need to study for this mm. and actually know what i'm actually getting myself into and i studied classical music mm. there and while studying classical music i, I was playing with uh, i was playing i was playing gospel music yeah, in church yeah. and then and then also trying to keep up with the Rachabani's mm-hmm. who were like uh, like so phenomenal so no. great and I always sounded bad and but they were always encouraging and always and also being exposed to jazz music because I used to also frequent um, uh, gippies when I was kind of yeah. not of yeah. age but uh, they would allow <laughs> me through the back door you know <laughs> and yeah that's how that's how that's how it started and and and, and, and a serious mentorship with with so many of the musicians 100%. practicing musicians I had so many of them um, to, to name a few I had Uprafea, I had Uprandile, Yenana, Anna, Abu Sydney, Mavun, La Prasidney. I had Brahuma Sikela. I mean, I performed with Brahuma Sikela. I was in grade 11. Are very wide. And then, plus, plus that also lead me to the right directions, you know, as to who to listen to, transcribe. I mean, if I was, if I wanted to be serious about jazz, then I had to study its practitioners, like from from Louis Armstrong to Clifford Brown to Miles Davis. And then, and then, Brahu was very adamant that, yeah, I still keep up with my classical training and I still keep up with um, also transcribing and furthering my studies. Um, 
and then I went to varsity, and then I also was um, uh, taught by 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 Marcus Wyatt, hmm. um, you know. So 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 many. So I was mm. an, uh, uh, I was around, uh, surrounded by by all these great musicians and and, and great pioneers of the music. So amazing! You just took me home to uh, Pinville Zone Seven, mm. number one thirty six in Bondon yeah. District. Okay, the Sun Valley. <laughs> Sun Valley, yeah, no Sun Valley. <laughs> you, you That's where the nice people stay. But you know, there's a, a point I also raised in my the la, the latter part of, of my question on on the role of music. You know, especially uh, in our society. You know, especially in the context of uh, the era that we are in right now here in South Africa. Any observations uh, on just the, the the climate in the country? I mean, a lot's been said about load shedding, you know, the political crisis in the country as well, and, you know, a, a number of observations. Uh, speak to us from an, an artist's point of view. How are you look at taking I, it I think, all in? I think, yeah. I think the role of arts and the role of music has been discarded um, in, many edu- in many education uh, institutions. Because hmm. I think... Music has the power of of disciplining and actually enhancing yeah. the education system, and that's something that people don't realize. If you if you study a musical instrument, it teaches you motor skills, it teaches you comprehension, it teaches you how to work with others, it also teaches you how to explore explore your imagination, self expression, and also um, in many ways also teaches you critical thinking, mm. um, and also how to actually um, discipline. In also also mastering the instrument and also learning learning your craft, learning um, learning your instruments and, and and learning how to 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 get along well with others. Because yeah. when you make music, you need to play well with others and also you, the work the, the the work that's needed on your part mm. to actually also uh, step up step up and, and and be on par with everybody on your team. And then also added to that is that um, in this current state of affairs, I feel that we as artists need to actually come together more and actually learn how to to actually also lay out the grievances that our mm. people have and our mm. communities mm. have mm. and i feel that i think i think that we're not doing much of that in fear of us being cast out as 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 too political and not just focusing on making people happy and grooving sure. you know i think that the, i think we need to also be more proactive in our communities um in actually um volunteering of our services mm. yeah and having that p- uh, purpose driven uh, initiative of working with our communities the year is 2019 and here is uh, Mandla Mlangeni uh, getting celebrated as the standard bank young artist uh, for jazz Speak to us about just just how you took it all in at that time. Oh wow, I, I wasn't <laughs> even expecting that. Uh, I mean, the award, because for me, I mean, there were so many so many front runners for that award, hmm. um, and in hindsight, you know, for me, whether I, I acted as though I had it in in in, in how I yeah. took I took my collaborations because um, I'd I'd set out very ambitious projects. Hmm. Some of them would just dismally fail. But it taught me how to actually manage and navigate the, mm-hmm. the, the art sphere. And since uh, um, winning the award, I mean, it has opened so many doors for me and also for my music and, and also so many and, and audio, audience base. But, I mean, it's been, um, I mean, yeah, it's a profoundly humbling experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to, mm-hmm. to be among so many um, 
custodians of that award, such as your Bob William Kentridge or yeah. Bob Mongeninge, uh, and and uh, and so many others, which I, I can't remember. The recently departed Mam Gloria Postman, Mam Smongile Kumalo. And and for me, it meant that you know uh, somebody's paying attention, 100%. and and for me, that was the biggest validation. So we're about to get into more more music after our headlines at eleven thirty. And uh, to tell us a bit more about uh, the, the the current offering that you bring, uh, we're going to play the song Waza next. Tell us a bit more about that. Waza, it means come, come, Waza, <laughs> come. It, it, I want people to come and and experience the the, the sounds of the Amandla Freedom Ensemble, mm. um, as we'll be also launching the vinyl. Um, together with uh, the Brother Moves On, uh, the Vivacious Sounds, Resident String Quartet, and so many other practitioners and that I also collaborate with at the Vitz Great Hall happening on the 27th of May, uh, 2023. And I promises to be a very uh, thrilling affair. But you can't just leave, leave it like that. I mean, people need to know how... They get their uh, their hands on the tickets as well. Oh yeah, they, 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 I mean, you, you, they can find me on my social media, <laughs> yeah. social profiles, and they can order the tickets on Quicket um, or under Oratorio. Oratorio, spell it as you sound it, of a forgotten youth. Mm. Um, and it will feature also acclaimed uh, poet, uh, a sc- uh, screenwriter, Papa um, Rems, otherwise known as Liseho Rampulukeng. We will play that song that is uh, Waza after headlines and uh, continue our discussion with this accomplished uh, trumpeter, composer, band leader, uh, with a host of skills ranging from teaching, performing to arranging and composing in diverse styles of music. That is Mandlam Lange. And you're also getting into his mind and uh, reading his insights into the landscape uh, of South Africa in 2023. But for now, let's get your headlines. Here's Nyaka Lutif. <laughs> Oza by Mandla Mlangeni. He joins us in studio. You know, listening to that song, it, it sparks up a lot of nostalgia, even for a, a young man such as myself. <laughs> yes, you know? yes. <laughs> I must say, because when, yeah. you, when you think about it, it, it you know, just a short while ago, you were speaking about some of the rehearsal sessions that you were exposed yes. to. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming these are generally even the type of sounds that used to come out from that, that uh, really just uh, prompt this nostalgia, especially yes. for uh, the older generation within our mists, you know, especially in the townships. But it, it has it has all the elements, you know, that smokiness. We're yes. speaking about how crisp the sound is right now, yeah. just listening to that particular song. Well, uh, Waza used to be uh, the favorite of expression of, of, of also one of the many collaborators, my many collaborators, Upra Lewis Moholo Moholo, who always used to say, Waza Mama, Waza, 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 Waza Mama, Waza, right on, right on, baby, right on, right on. And uh, one time, I think uh, we were playing with him, and, and it was after like a really, really crazy tour. And I played, uh, and, and this is part of, um, it's also part of a bigger, bigger, bigger work entitled Biggie, 
Peggy Sizwe, mm. um, which is uh, also it also has another also has another title, the same track but different different mm. instrumentation, just to keep things fresh. Um, and, but the, the first the first recording had um, just had instrument was just an instrumental. Okay. Um, it was called Stockfell Serenade. Yeah. yeah, and then speaks to kind of like you know also being around those inst- mm. those places you know in the taverns where you'd hear mm. jazz and the old timers you know stepping out stepping yeah. out the thing yeah. strutting their stuff and wearing ama 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 fly signs ama pring mm. and yeah and um, essentially you know um, the old timers were. W- w- were very also influential in also shaping my sound in how I actually thought of articulating mm. and also thinking about about this music that we call jazz. It gave me so much perspective historically uh, on on where they grow where they grew up and mm. the circumstances under which they grew up. Because I'm sure you'd agree that I mean even that sound transcends an era. Yes. It goes way beyond just the 60s. Uh, or yeah, early. yeah. And it lives with us, you know. And it's a sound that w- was welcomed uh, by the world, you know. Mm. And if you think about it, I mean. If you think how how the struggle in the '60s and how how musicians struggled um, in the '60s, but were able to keep the, the, the vision alive and and share that vision with the with the rest of of the world. I mean, uh, names that come to mind are such as Bab Abdul Ibrahim, the Blue Notes, Mam Satima B Benjamin, and how they they shared that sound with the world. But yet we we find ourselves in a free. Uh, South Africa, and yet um, we don't actually receive any support or any validation from our government, and and most of the time we're the ones that that are carrying that yoke, mm. you know. Um, we're the ones that, if like I don't know, it's taken upon us only to mm. actually carry this music without actually receiving the supports, whether through education, through mentorship, mm. and through support structures and, and and stakeholders. And I don't think you can just have, uh, as you mentioned, your standard banks. Being the only only big institutions, corporate yeah. institutions supporting supporting uh, this yeah, art form, yeah. and I think other other role players need to come on board, and not just support your your, your sports, your soccer, and I think that's how we can build a, 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 a culturally active society. It needs to be of export quality, and it's um, and I don't also don't also don't think that um, the music, oh, the the only music that South Africa has produced is Guaido. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we encompass a, a whole a range more, yeah. of, of of expression and dynamics, and and that that can that can't that can't be our only claim to fame. But some may argue that uh, artists are just again being crybabies, and you look at the at the COVID nineteen experience and the debacle around uh, funding that was meant uh, as as a relief fund for many artists. Um, you, you right now are reflecting on not just the struggles of artists, but the lack of support, and notably, you mentioned on the part of government saying that it's not just the role of uh, corporates to support. I mean, the arts. if you think about it, artists are the most resilient mm. of, of of enterprises. Um, I mean, during COVID nineteen, I mean, there was hardly any work, but we we went through COVID pre COVID. Yeah, we knew of those those circumstances where you you'd have dry spells of not working for months, but yet you'd have to you'd have to keep. So I mean, when you we're, we're living under perpetual lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it, it comes um, to, to 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 venues, um, venues closing down, um, not having enough people coming to shows, mm-hmm. whether either whether you're trying to to do your own thing, recording, or and we're always continually finding trying to find new ways, and and we sprinkled with so much so much talent that it's misdirected mm. and i think even the people who are at the helm of actually governing this don't have a clue on how, on where to start because they themselves aren't aren't 
aren't adept mm. at knowing the the, the 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 landscape, the lay of the land, and and you find that. Um, but what do you mean? I mean, we've got a new arts and culture <laughs> minister, Zizigodos. But um, uh, I mean, uh, celebrating uh, who's, who's celebrating uh, who's <laughs> celebrating birthdays? Congratulations! <laughs> we can't have that. We need to have a more proactive. And the thing is not just about creating sustainable. I mean, if you talk about the COVID nineteen, um, mm. a lot of the artists uh, were were supported by overseas organizations. Mm. I mean, they kept they kept they, they kept the industry afloat, mm. you know, uh, fr- fr- from overseas governments, you know, um, institutions and 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 and, and benefactors. So, uh, uh, where, and and you find also the funding that also goes out. Mm. Mm. Who does it go out to, sure. and how does it go out to, out to to those people? And and it's also also us. I mean, also the the onus is also on us as artists to actually mm. organize ourselves in, in into into a body that can also challenge challenge the status quo you know and we also need to also have places where we can assemble and also share our art not just uh, complain yeah. and we must also find ways of yeah. also creating um, viable solutions speaking about uh, um, mobilizing and finding means for expression uh, does the when looking at the art scene here in this country, whether it's uh, visual or performance uh, arts, uh, do you get a sense of uh, being excited, you know, or, or, or kind of looking forward to what's to come, especially from the fresher uh, talents that are coming through? Um, the art scene is the most thriving it's ever been. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're all crying about load shedding and we're all crying <laughs> about things going bad. But you should go out, you yeah. should just, just spend a night out in Joburg and you yeah. should see how buzzing it is. And and also like how the youth culture is so alive, you know, and and that's something that we fail to recognize. And I think also we we we're using antiquated methods to actually deal with the current mm. with, with our current circumstances, you know. And and I think we need to adapt to to kind of a new way of actually us messaging, um, of of spreading the message to to, to our audience base. Mm. And because you you find that, for example, I went out on. Um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and and it was a youth gathering, just 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 twenty twenty five yeah, year olds, yeah. and it was full, it was packed. Mm. How come how come performances? How come how come theaters can't be that packed? Mm. How how can we also now market what we do yeah. to, to to that young crowd? They obviously have money to go there because mm. they're going to spend half of their money buying drinks, mm. and, and 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 they look very nice and they've got nice clothes. They're gonna spend money buying food there. Yeah, yeah. So I think we need to also find new ways of reaching out to audiences and I think um, and also the, where the art scene is right now I mean more of the performances that are happening uh, are not happening in South Africa they're mm. happening outside of South Africa many of our musicians are touring abroad mm. uh, I've just uh, had a stint in New York uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, um, so many of, our, of, of my colleagues are also going out they're in Switzerland they're in, but, in New York but that's another thing that worries me the fact that well not worries me I might be exaggerating a bit but the fact that Overseas, literally, the red carpet is is rolled out for our artists, and there seems to be a, a deeper appreciation for what we have to offer. Well, profits will never be recognized in their own city, you know, yeah. it, and, and maybe until I mean, and, and people only pay note once you say, "Yeah, I just come from, I just come from uh, Singapore, and I've just performed <laughs> for the for the queen there," you know, or, or or once you've just performed at a coronation for somebody. So many artists are thriving. The art is thriving, mm. and I think um, more should be done. In terms of also getting uh, people who are familiar with arts administration mm. in those in those positions, not just somebody who's just uh, deployed 
there mm. just for the sake of of, of appeasing the constituency. Um, and I think also more than that, I think there needs to be deliberations on us as well as artists also equipping ourselves with just not the skill of just knowing how to play your trumpet well. Mm. We also need to know how to, 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 to write well talk well yeah. how to how to sell our products yeah. and how to be uh, entrepreneurial in our endeavors and also can't just wait for the handouts you know um i think i think but i think the 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 the, the situation is I'd, I'd like to think of it that you know nothing ever happens uh, all, all the best arts always happens under turmoil and strife and i think not and that's not an excuse for, for things happening the, the, for for things being the way they are but i think this is where we can actually find uh, long-lasting solutions on how to deal with the, with the current crisis. We are in conversation with uh, Mandla Mlangini, an accomplished uh, trumpeter, composer, and uh, band leader as well. Uh, during the break, you were speaking about uh, some of the past projects that you were working on, uh, notably being uh, The Future Is Now. Uh, what did that uh, have to the, uh, entail? Well, the Future Now is also by a project of mine called the Tune Recreation Committee, also yeah. a play on, on the Truth and Reconciliation Commission and how... Um, and how also we as a nation haven't dealt with our history mm. and haven't dealt with with the consequences of the consequence of of of, of living under the yoke of of apartheid and how yeah. we still have uh, we still have so many scars that we bear because of that and also finding finding a way to also uh, finding an outlet for that and also finding through the arts and, and actually through music. So I got together when I was in Cape Town, studying in Cape Town, I, I got together a, a band of young musicians with with also disparate interests, but also with, with, with the vision of actually creating um, a home for their sound to come together and actually create create what what the TRC is actually supposed to stand for, a platform for us to also express ourselves and exercise our demons and actually also also challenge the, the the status quo by also by finding our own outlets yeah. of, of creating our music. So um, yeah, it's just been together for for the past ten years, and our, our latest offering, the, the future is now, is also available on on, on digital platforms mm. and features uh, such musicians such as Afrikam Kize, we have Mark Franzman, um, uh, Riza Cortez playing, and a few other notable musicians from abroad such as your Highly Supreme, who's very uh, very on, yeah. on, on on that trajectory at the moment. Um, and yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing about me is always to 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 create. I mean, now I mean we're living in a digital age where it's it's more than ever it, it, it's become easier for us to to actually make mm. our music, release mm. our music without without any uh, without without the record industry. We can practically do it ourselves, and this is this is my vision to actually create music for for the times that we live in. Short while ago, you spoke about your trip to New York, but I mean you've traveled uh, wildly. Uh, widely uh you've gone to sweden switzerland germany norway played at some of the biggest uh, festivals as well maybe let's speak to that as we wrap up you know some of your career highlights so far well it's just been uh, <laughs> performing at uh, dizzy's yeah. uh, at uh, jazz at the lincoln center in new york and and celebrating one of our uh, the, the sounds of the soil Uba Puma Sikela had the, mm, the, the, the mm. tremendous honor and privilege of actually performing his music when he was posthumously honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award yeah. um, at the for the Ertogan Hall of Fame. Uh, 
Uh, we're about to play another song from your offering or your latest offering. Uh, that's called the Inkululego. And I, in, a, in our discussion, you've also uh, echoed a lot, not just on the political uh, climate in this country, but also reflecting on the past and where we are now. Uh, did that have to do anything with uh, this uh, the composition or did it influence yes, the composition in any form? Much so. I mean, if you once you listen to the, to the opening sequence, you, you'll hear how how our liberators have failed us. And in the same breath, we also need to also be our own liberators. And and um, and I think that's also very difficult to say if you, I mean, if you also don't have water, if you don't have electricity, if you're struggling to pay school fees, and if you don't know where your next meal is going to come from, to say that we are going to liberate ourselves. But in many ways, our, our the, the people who... who, who who we've put ahead of us have actually failed us in many ways, and 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 the song speaks to that, and and that we we need to also actually look deep within ourselves and actually ask ourselves: is this is this is this the world that we want to 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 find ourselves in? Is this the South Africa that 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 so many have spilled their blood for? Um, for us to to actually be actually crying foul of saying now that yeah uh, swear these swear uh, uh, we're gonna swear at the at the at the at the governing party mm. and say you know uh, the apartheid was much more better than that you know much much more better than the, the the current situation that we're living in and I don't think that's the case but we're, we're actually at at the at the crossroads of actually thinking but really what's really happening in our society what's mm. happening with our countries what ha- with our country what's happening with our people with the state of with the state of affairs that 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 we we, we even have to even um when somebody says that you know you 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 you, you, you don't second guess you don't second question if somebody says something about about millions or billions being stolen because <laughs> yeah you, you you think that's most likely you know yeah. even in amongst our, our, our trusted uh, leaders it's crazy uh, but anyway let's uh, get into the music and here is Inkulego by Lego. we the people of south africa Oh, shall we eat before the Lord? 
Listening to that song, so let me paint you a picture. So we're sitting in studio. Mandla, our guest, uh, points to Stello, who's our <laughs> desk producer, to say, no, 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 don't, don't, don't cut it. Uh, we're getting to the best part right now. <laughs> and the best part is right at the end, as you've heard there. What a pleasure it's been to have Mandla in studio. And uh, yeah, I see many people loving it on our social media network as well. Uh, on Twitter, I see a message from Opa and Chebe saying, we are together. I'm listening to your the awesome show from Tabazimbi in Limpopo. Oh, and get this. Pedeshe Mjuku Matunda says that I'm streaming live from Nairobi in Kenya. Good morning. Uh, on Power Talk. Fascinating, you know, um, it's amazing how far these conversations reach. But unfortunately, we we have run out of time. Just, uh, Mandla, quickly remind us of uh, your upcoming launch and where, where people can uh, get in touch with you. Well, uh, our launch is happening on the 27th of May at the University of Witwatersrand, otherwise known as WITS, at the WITS Great Hall. Um, tickets can be bought at uh, at Quicket yep. uh, at the cost of 150 and if you want to know more about you can also follow me on my social media is Mandla Mandla is Mlangeni Mandla Freedom um, yeah and I'm on Facebook uh, Instagram and Twitter as well that is Mandla Mlangeni wrapping up what has been an awesome show let me say what a pleasure it's been for me as well uh, keeping the seat warm for Lerato Mbele for me it's goodbye for now and please do take care enjoy the weekend You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.